Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to the very first week one Mike Tomlin press conference recap. Kind of sounded like a robot there, but I'm Jeff Hartman, your host, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And if you've been listening to our podcast platform all throughout training camp, you've heard me Every single time the Steelers practice talking about what happened at training camp and all the good stuff and all the good information from that practice that is done. Training camp is over. The roster has run from 80 to 53, 16 man practice squad done. Steelers make transactions. They bring back Dobbs. They bring back Davis. They sign Colquitt. Bye-bye Jordan Berry. Hallelujah on that last one, by the way. But now Mike Tomlin, it's Tuesday. It's noon. It's a little bit afternoon, but he was at the podium. Gosh, he's not even at the podium anymore. He's at the he was in front of a Zoom meeting screen, whatever you want to call it. But it was he was back and he was talking about regular season football. And that's exciting. Because no longer is it just speculation. No longer is it just will it happen? It's it's happening. It's happening, folks. So buckle up. Let's go. The Pittsburgh Steelers are ready to kick off 2020. And this brief podcast is going to break down what Mike Tomlin had to say during his press conference. On Tuesday, he started off basically saying to the media, look, we're going to do the best we can to get you all the the access that you need in today's climate. It was a really nice gesture from Mike Tomlin to the media that are really struggling right now for uh, some type of access, and they're just not able to get it. And so a really good gesture. But then, of course, in Mike Tomlin fashion, how does he start off? He typically starts off talking about the opponent. 
And his opponent in week one at mom, it's on Monday night football. The early game seven fifteen at MetLife stadium in New Jersey is the New York giants. And there's a lot of uncertainty. And that's something that Tomlin talked about a lot when it comes to the upcoming opponent in the New York giants. He talked about how they have a whole, almost a whole new coaching staff and there's so much unknown about everything. And, and not to mention unknown in regards to, as he called it the pandemic environment, but also the fact that they have no preseason to see what Jason Garrett's going to want to do offensively. They have no clue how Joe judge likes to run his team from a head coach perspective. Cause he's never done it before. In fact, he went on later in the pod and later in the press conference, I'm sorry to say that he's actually been having his defense, mainly Devin Bush watching film of the Dallas Cowboys leading up to week one. Why? Because Jason Garrett was the guy in charge. He was getting tendencies, the way they like to run things in Dallas offensively is probably going to be a glimmer into what to expect from the the Giants with Garrett calling the plays as the offensive coordinator. But he just, I don't know, it just seems so different. And rightfully so, because Tomlin can't really talk or acquiesce, as he would probably call it, um, about the new players for the Giants because he's not, no one's ever seen them. They practice, but... That's it. There's been, there hasn't even been a preseason game. So it's not like we can say, well, you know, Jason Garrett, he's definitely shown the last three weeks, the last three preseason games that they're going to want to run the football. No, that no one knows. But he did talk about the offense and the defense of the New York Giants. But I'll tell you what, he did not talk about the defense very long. He did talk about the offense. He talked about Saquon Barkley, talked glowingly of Deion Lewis, running back formerly of the Patriots and the Titans and how he's a complimentary back, and he's a special teams guy, kickoff returner. He talked about Golden Tate at receiver. He talked about Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, the tight end. And he brought up Daniel Jones a little bit, but he talked about the skill position players mainly. Didn't talk about the offensive line. Not very good. He didn't talk about Daniel Jones that much. The jury's still out on, on him. And he did mention, though, the offense he thought was you know, the focal point. Then he went over to the defense and he talked about Leonard Williams, Tomlinson, Logan Ryan, the new secondary player who can play safety, cornerback, you name it. He can do it all. Jabril Peppers, uh, last name's Carter, Golden, you name it. He was talking about the defense, but I'll tell you what, he didn't really spend a lot of time on the Giants defense. And maybe that's just him. He's going and spitballing all this off his brain. He doesn't have anything written down that I noticed. He seemed to stare straight into that camera the whole time. Uh, when I was watching it, I'm like, man, he's kind of glossing over this defense. The Giants defense wasn't that great last year. That's just plain and simple. And of course, they make changes. New coach, new coordinator. They're going to be changes. But on paper, I would say outside of Logan Ryan, who was just signed, can someone name seven players? Just seven, not not seven starters, seven players in the Giants defense. Yeah, me neither. I can't either. So for me, it's one of those situations where you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, here we go. We're pre- the Steelers are preparing for the team. What's it going to look like? And Tom went on. He was asked about how did they prepare? He said, really, we focus on what in this uncertain stage because you go four weeks down the road and you're going to have a quarter's worth of a season of film on teams. It's going to be a completely different game, so to speak, compared to every team going into week one. And that's something he's always said from the moment this thing started back with training camp is that 
he can't complain because it's a universal problem. He may not like the fact that he has no preseason to really test his team. He may not like the fact that there's no preseason for him to actually glean some information from film from other from opponents. He can't be upset about that because the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, everyone else in the division, everyone else in the conference, everyone else in the league is dealing with the same exact things. So in that regard, he said, you know, look, we're just going to focus on what we do well, the fact that we have a very veteran team, that we should be able to go out there and make adjustments in-game. We have the coaching staff that is established to be able to do that. We have the players that are established that are be able to do that. The first few weeks are literally going to be not much game prep, more focus on what you do well, and I think the Steelers really do match up with some of the best in the best in the NFL as it pertains to that particular skill set. Having the ability to just go ahead, having the ability to be able to make those adjustments on the fly. Now, he did talk about other things, mainly injuries. He brought up David DeCastro. Now, the, the first official injury report will not be until Thursday. On a typical week, it's a Wednesday. They play on Monday night. It's going to be a Thursday. I will be on for an injury report recap right here on our podcast platform, just like I did the training camp recaps. And we'll be talking about everything as it pertains to the injured players heading into the upcoming game. We'll tie it into fantasy football, but we'll make sure that you are aware who's hurt, who's banged up, who's questionable, who's probable, et cetera. I don't even think they call him probable anymore. Or maybe it's doubtful. They got rid of one of the designations. But David DeCastro was not, I repeat, was not able to practice on Monday. That was an extra practice that they had because of the Monday night contest, and he was not able to go. Tomlin did state that they're going to see, <clears throat> excuse me, how he feels, that's DeCastro and his lower body injury, tomorrow, Wednesday, which would be the first practice in preparation for Monday night football. If they can get him back, even on a limited basis, it's a huge sign of a step in the right direction. But at the same time, I don't think the Steelers should, and I don't think the Steelers will rush him back. I wrote an article that ran today on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com on Monday about how, from an offensive standpoint, the Steelers are built to withstand David DeCastro missing a game or two even, or three even, as long as it's not a long-term injury, like David DeCastro blew his knee, David DeCastro's Achilles tore, David DeCastro has a torn labrum. Those injuries that end your season, it's obviously not one of those. So in that regard, I feel like that with whether you're looking at Kevin Dotson as a rookie from Louisiana that can come in and play well right away, whether you're looking at that or whether you're looking at Stefan Wisniewski, who they brought in to be an interior depth player that's at center and at guard, Regardless of those two players, I feel like they can fill the void and you you pair that up and it kind of meshes perfectly with the Steelers' first four games, which, let's be honest, are not that challenging. No game in the NFL is easy, but if you're looking at the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, the fourth quarter of a 16-game season, I think it's safe to say the first quarter is by far the easiest of all four. So David DeCastro, we'll see how he does. We'll see what they label him on Thursday, but we'll see if he can get back to practice on Wednesday as their first day of prep begins for the upcoming Monday night game. Now, Mike Tomlin would not talk about the right tackle position. He said that they're still not sure about, you know, what exactly is going to happen. They're not sure. We're not sure who's going to win. Chooks the core for Zach Banner. It's a toss up. 
But reports on Twitter, this is from Adam Crowley of ESPN Pittsburgh and then doubled down by Mark Cavalli of The Athletic, that the reports are that it's been Zach Banner that won the job. This could all be false. I want to preface that just by saying this could all be false. But as we sit right now, and as I record this, the day of this is on Tuesday, just a few hours after Tomlin was done speaking, it looks like if the reports are true that Zach Banner will be the starting right tackle for the Steelers at MetLife Stadium, which means that Chooks Okorafor would then become the swing tackle who would back up both Banner and Alejandro Villanueva. I'm not sure if they would have a lot of tackle-eligible situations unless it's goal line or if it's short yardage because you have Vance McDonald and you have Eric Ebron this year. So we'll see how they do that. But those are the reports right now. The other thing, and really the last thing, that Tomlin spoke about, because he was asked a lot about travel. He was asked about the difference in this year and previous years. He talked about the new additions to the team. We're talking Dustin Colquitt, we're talking Sean Davis, and we're talking Joshua Dobbs. And he spoke about all three of those players. And he spoke about how with like Sean Davis, everyone, myself included, when they heard about Sean Davis coming back, they said, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I mean, how lucky are the Steelers that the Washington football team decides to let this guy go, who spent his first four years with the Steelers. They pick him back up. He knows the system. He's not going to be asked to start. He is the perfect safety net if Minka Fitzpatrick or Terrell Edmonds gets hurt. They could even use him otherwise, but Mike Tomlin spent most of his time talking about how Sean Davis is going to be a really big help on special teams, which I was kind of taken aback. I'm I'm thinking to myself, shoot, I wonder if Sean Davis is listening to this and understands he's playing teams. You know, he's not probably not used to that, but he'll be on special teams. and, And he said that he will be. It's really nice knowing that they have a starter, capable starter as the backup at safety. He can play both positions. He can even play the slot if necessary. He can play down in the box. Very versatile. And that's something that they're going to welcome back with open arms. Joshua Dobbs, as he talked about his mobility, talked about his arm strength, talked about his intelligence, and obviously his understanding of the Steelers' offense. And no, he has not started more games than Devlin Hodges. But does he bring something that Devlin Hodges doesn't have in regards to IQ, regards to mobility, I think that the Steelers look at this, and now with Devlin Hodges going on the practice squad, they have four potential starting quarterbacks on their roster. So if someone gets hurt, if someone gets test positive for COVID, they have all these spots taken with players that know the system and are capable. That's important. But he talked about how Dobbs is going to be able to come in, just like Davis, and really from day one, be able to just hit the ground running. They're not going to need a long acclimation period. They know the offense. Davis knows the defense. There might be some wrinkles. There might be a few changes. They're both intelligent players. They'll be able to figure it out quickly. And lastly, Dustin Colquitt, his dad, who won two Super Bowls with the Steelers, he comes into Pittsburgh on a one-year deal, and Tomlin just kept talking about how he's been there. He's done that. He's done it on the biggest stage. He's been doing it for a long time, was drafted in 2005, and ultimately, his consistency is what attracted him to the Steelers. You look at Jordan Berry's 2019 season, and that's the exact reason why he's gone. And I'm not a fan of Jordan Berry. I never have been, never will be, because he's not consistent, period. He's not consistent pinning teams inside the 20. He's not consistent in terms of average yards per punt. If he's consistent, he's consistently bad. 
But Colquitt, on the other hand, is really, really consistent. And Tomlin talked about how the most attractive thing about Colquitt was his his floor. How basically, if he's just at the bottom of the barrel where for his caliber, he's that's good enough. Colquitt has he, he's been around long enough, and and he's punters that are around for that long are good at what they do. But I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to having a punter that's capable of doing it all. I was, I, I've said this on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at J Hartman underscore pit P I T. I'm so sick of it. This happens with the Steelers and Ravens all the time. The Steelers defense stands tall, gets a three and out and you're thinking, sweet. They're pinned in their own end. Here it is. Let's go. Great field position. We're going to be able to take advantage of this right now. And Sam cook gets up there and he booms like a 65 yard punt. And next thing you know, Deontay Johnson or whoever was returning has to backpedal 15 yards to catch it. There's hardly any return and the field has just been flipped. I cannot tell you the last time that's happened for the Steelers. And I hope it happens a little bit with Colquitt. I know that the Steelers typically they look for hang time. They look for angling punts to specific sidelines, but Colquitt's going to be able to do it all. And he's going to be able to do it all consistently. And that was the underarching theme of or overarching theme of Mike Tomlin's presser as he talked about those new players. So it's time to get excited, folks. Tomlin did wax poetic about the Giants. He made him sound like the 85 Bears. He made him sound like the Joe Montana or Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh West Coast offense offense. But still, it's just exciting to have a game on the horizon. It's exciting to have a game on horizon. So if you are wondering like what's coming up in terms of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's coverage, well, we already have three or four, maybe even five articles gearing you up for week one. And that's only going to just continue to grow. And then we're going to have the podcast platform. For instance, Wednesday night is going to be our know your enemy. I'm still going to do Wednesday and Friday this week. AM let's ride getting you ready for the upcoming game. We're going to have the Steelers preview on Thursday night on YouTube. I'm going to be here with your injury reports on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Make sure you check those out and make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. And wherever you're listening, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so you don't miss a thing. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. As always, be kind, stay safe, God bless. We'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.